Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. That's for anyone who is playing the fucking Whamageddon game who was trying to avoid last Christmas throughout the month of December because it's a fucking dull fucking pursuit. Yeah. You should be listening to the last Christmas. It's fucking Christmas. It's one of the best Christmas songs. All of this shit about, oh, see how long I get through December without hearing last Christmas. There, you fucking heard it now. Now fuck yeah. off, you 97% motherfucker. And it's your fucking stupid game, shit fucked. Yeah. And I, 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 don't, I don't understand the point. Is it that you're supposed to be sort of almost being a bit cool and cynical about Christmas? In which case, you're a cunt, yeah. right? Second of all, it's like, of all the songs to avoid, that's like almost the best one. Yeah. Why would you avoid a song like that? Exactly. Exactly. It's one of the best Christmas songs. If you're going to avoid anything, avoid Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Christmas. But that's quite easy to do anyway, because no one plays it anymore. Or like that weird Coldplay one that they did one time. I don't think I've even heard that. Yeah, I think they had one. Uh, it always comes out if I go on the Spotify generic Christmas playlist mm-hmm. I've got some of my own and then sometimes I'll mix it up and just go Christmas yeah. and they'll always fucking try and they'll always try and hijack you ambush you sorry and drop it in the fucking they, yeah they'll ambush you with Coldplay and some other shit yeah yeah I mean I, have you I watched heard, them I, I, heard, I heard a bit of Absolute 80s breakfast show this morning with uh, oh, yeah. what's his face Dave Berry yeah and uh they were talking about last Christmas and they went, we're not going to play a clip because we were respectful of the, the Whamageddon. Oh, fuck off. Let's Who have came out Christmas with this on. fucking game? It's not government fucking fuck. policy yeah. anyway. Get some fucked. fucking, some witless, unimaginative fucking Burke has conjured up this in a in a bid for attention and somehow it's fucking caught on. Yeah. Fuck off. Right. Um, yeah, this is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Yeah, welcome along, Friday morning episode. Um, we were going to record this episode yesterday afternoon, Sam, but you fell foul of um, some kind of health issue, I believe. Well, yeah, I'd been to the dentist Uh-oh. and the appointment, I was in the chair with my gob open for two and a half hours straight. Jesus Christ, really? Right, yeah, really. Two fillings, a deep clean, uh, which Whoa. is when we've if you've got quite ba- bad gums, which I do, right? Um, they have to like numb you up with a series of injections, mm-hmm. and then fucking dig right down below the gum line, like mm-hmm. underneath the tooth. It's horrible. Can I before you and, go any further, just mm-hmm. in case anybody's fast forward through the first minute of this episode because they were pre warned about what's in it. There you fucking go. Yeah. There it is. The 
this'll fucking flush them out. Game over, motherfuckers. Sorry, continue. This'll flush them out like that time when we did a a bit of a thing about, you know, being respectful of women in public and not hassling them yes. on the tube. And, and some listeners just yes. stopped listening because yeah. they were so offended by we us telling them to not to be abusive kind of... to people. Yeah. We don't listen to this to be told not to harass women. To respect women in, in public spaces. <sighs> Same sort of cunts, probably. Yeah. Anyway. 97%, oh, isn't man. it? Fucking hell. I had all these injections. I was there for two and a half hours. Mm. When I got home, I was in a lot of discomfort not I just bet. oral discomfort, but also the tension in your body when you lie on that chair. Because mm. it's not particularly painful because they've given you so many injections. You're numb, but your fucking face, you look like you've had a stroke. Mm. You look like Reginald Bosenkemp, right? <laughs> 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 and uh, and you're just, you're just like, and I just did was in a terrible... Did, did you know that Reginald Bosenkemp did a disco single no. in 1979? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to dig it out. Carry on. <laughs> the only reason I know that name, Reginald Bosenken, is because when I was about 15, my mum got something called Bell's Palsy, which oh, yeah. is a... Have you heard of it? I've had it. I had it once. Did you? Yeah. My mum's had it. it one, mate? one of my mates has had it. It's everywhere. Fucking hell, it's really rare. Well, or at yeah, least I it thought is. It, was. it is. My, my mum had it quite bad. So then when I got it, I kind of knew straight away what it was. Mm. And I got down to A&E and I got some yeah. steroids and steroids, it in the yeah. bud sort of thing. But yeah. When but sometimes it doesn't work. They, they, they gave my mum steroids and um, then she was like, she was in a desperate state because mm. you basically look like you've had a stroke. She woke up in the morning and thought she'd had a stroke, right? Yeah. So, um, so she was panicked and she was trying everything. And someone we knew, like a friend of a friend who had it, said, go and get, get, go and get it acupunctured, mate. So she went and got it acupunctured. Right. And, but we'll never know whether it was the acupuncture or steroids. Let's be honest, it was probably the steroids. Anyway, she went in to see the doctor, Dr. Chowdhury, mm-hmm. who was our 80s doctor. And he was like, <laughs> he was a bit of a like, he didn't have you make a. It sound partic- as if he's, he's got specific 80s tendencies. Really, he was the doctor in the 80s. Specialised in 80s illnesses like ME, the fatigue <laughs> illness, and also AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she walked in and he was really funny because he didn't, you always, like, we had a few, we had, there was three doctors mm. and you, there was ones that you wanted to see. You had a definite order, like you wanted to see Dr. Heinzheimer, mm. yeah? She was the best. But if she weren't available, you had to see one of the she other two. What you didn't want, hold of. What you didn't want was Chowdhury, Popular. right? Because good, decent, decent doctor, but no bedside manner at all. <laughs> so when my mum walked in and when you, as you know, if you have Bell's palsy, Basically, if you don't know, listen, a Bell's palsy is like a, a nerve thing in one side of your face. So basically, one whole side of your face just droops. It's very much like you've been to the dentist and had your one side of your face numbed. And um, so, it's, it's you know, there's quite a lot of mental and emotional strain that yeah. comes out of an illness like that. And she's walked in and he's gone like this. Bloody hell, you look like Reginald Bosomkin. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, she started crying. Oh. That's the fucking GP. Bloody hell. You, you think you're going to walk in, right? And he's going to go, oh, don't worry, sit down. You go, bloody hell, you look like Reginald Bosenkent. Ha ha, he's laughing. So that was Dr. Chowdhury. Is he also bit? went to... Hang on. Dance With Me by Reginald Bosenkent from 1980. <laughs> 
move on. Move down, move round, move side. <laughs> Bloody hell, this is amazing. We'll keep on going for a ride. <laughs> we work all day, all week, all month. All year except three weeks. Enough. <laughs> Dance to up. I'm just looking at pictures of him to see why the yeah. doctor compared my mum with Bell's palsy to him. He doesn't have a particularly Bell's palsy-ish face. I was just, it was just regularly drunk when he read the news. That was all. Right, but, right, right. You know, um, good lad. I'm going good to get, lad. I'm going to have to get onto Discogs and buy that single now. There's some great pictures of him if you if you look him out. He was quite suave actually back he in was. the day. Anyway, uh, where was I? Yeah, so she had that and, well, anyway, I was fucked yesterday. I was in a huge discomfort. Mm. And then today, so I just sort of went to bed, right? Even though, Andy, I had the roofers coming round to give me a quote on some roof issues that I've been having. Jesus. Right? Which, obviously, I was really looking forward to. You can imagine. Well, it's content, isn't it? It's content. It's uh, interacting with men of roofs. Fuck! Do you know what I mean? You want a copy of Reginald Boson Cat Dance With Me 7 Inch on Discogs? It's going to cost you a minimum £12.25. I'll get it. I, <sighs> I think I'll care. do without. Anyway, do carry on. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to that, but in the end, my wife had to deal with the roof men, which I was a bit gutted about because I just fucking fell asleep in loads of discomfort. And then this morning, I've woken up, right? And it, you know, it's been a tough week for me because you remember on Monday I was in the hospital all day having procedures performed on my eyes. Yes. True. Right. Yeah. That was Monday. That was an all-day hospital appointment on Monday. So many tests on my eyes. I found it very stressful. Mm. Then Thursday, two and a half hours in the dentist chair, right? So I'm, I've, woken up this mo- I've woken up after a fitful night's sleep, mm. right? And the symptoms I have are aching, muscular aching, all over, mainly in my back and shoulders, mm. which I think is because I was probably so tense in the che- in the dentist chair for two and a half hours, right? Yeah. But, get this, a sporadic stabbing pain in my left testy. Whoa! Yes, that woke me up this morning. Jesus. I was sleeping. It had been a fitful sleep. I was aching. I was stretching. I was trying to get comfortable. And then at about 5.30, bang, ah! My left mm. testicle. It feels like someone's just punched <laughs> it with ow, a compass. Oh, lefty! Ah. <laughs> yeah, and so that's coming and going, right? And also, I'm extremely dizzy. So when I stand up, I'm really dizzy. I sit down. But even sitting here now talking to you, I might not sound it, but my head is swimming a bit. Well, we've got like a, a massive schedule of episodes to pre-record before we can knock off for Christmas. So this isn't this isn't good. This is not good, is it? We're not going to get through the Mind nine you, episodes we're all planning to good, do today. Good content if I um, just pass out mid-pod. Yeah, yeah I'll just put if the original hold it all single on. We'll just listen to that. <laughs> yeah, followed by last Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so what with the testicle, the teeth, the eyes and the dizziness, it's not been a good week for old beeping Timmy, to be isn't, honest. Isn't testicle pain one of the rarest symptoms of COVID? I believe it might be, you know. Are you serious? I think it might be, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty Google sure I've heard Because I did wonder whether it was let's like... Google that live. Testicle pain. Testicle COVID. COVID. I've got COVID <laughs> in me balls. Yeah. Doctor, it's me, Sam. The virus could yeah. be hiding in the testicles. Yes, a lot... Uh, the, this, this virus is very crafty. That's why it's spread globally so quickly. 
<laughs> a lot of them get in via your balls. You're so busy wearing a mask over your mouth and nose, the virus takes one look and thinks, ha, think you're going to stop me that way? I'll just go in via your ball it bag, can, mate. It can creep up the penis, up the penile canal <laughs> and into the balls where it thrives. <laughs> There is nothing here, you absolute bastard. No, I've got oh, it here. Hang on, there is. Yeah. Testicular pain as unusual presentation of COVID. Mm. Testicular pain was observed Fucking more frequently hell. in hospitalised COVID-19 cases. That's amazing. Well, mm, well good mm. chance I've got it in that case. Because yeah. what with the dizziness? Is dizziness a symptom? Well, about to be, isn't it? Yeah, dizziness is a symptom, symptom for anything, really. Maybe you need COVID. some CBD products mm. but we'll move on to that later in the episode yeah because we uh a, f- a few weeks ago we asked some people to send in anything that we could unbox live on the episode and the only thing we've had sent in is some cbd stuff so we're gonna have a look at that later on unbox it live on the episode um barry gibb we're going to talk about barry gibb because yeah. he was in a, he did a brilliant interview in the guardian um Earlier in the week, and there's a Bee Gees documentary on Sky Documentaries this weekend. It's going to be on Sunday Sunday night at 9pm. But but if you set your Sky box to record, it's actually premiered at 2am on Sunday morning, which I think is when it's on in the US. So then you can do some daytime Bee Gees watching. Although for me, I think it's better watching the Bee Gees after dark, isn't it? Or at least dusk. Well, as a man who enjoys, as a man who enjoys staying up into the small hours, drinking alcohol and watching mm. music documentaries, two a.m. is optimum You're for me. Yeah, so, it feels like alive. a good time. Anyway, that was probably when, like, the, in yeah. the disco era, all the discos like Studio Fifty Four were only just starting to get going at two-ish. That was just when Grace Jones was turning well, up exactly. on a horse or whatever it was. Was that Bianca yeah. Jagger? It, it was Bianca Jagger on the horse. Yeah. Yeah, but Grace Jones oh, would have been um, there. It's always good. It's always good to think about Grace Jones, isn't it? So, um, didn't yeah, we do Barry a thing Gibb- once about Alf Ramsey being in Studio Fifty Four and interacting with did. that horse? I think we did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were going to do is deep dive, aren't we? But we've already committed to the Mister Men for twenty twenty one. I think I bought it. I think I've got it here somewhere. Yeah, I've got it on the Kindle. So that's that's twenty twenty one. We got all sorts of content lined up for twenty twenty one. In it, we do the Mister Men half Ramsey, and that's the end of twenty twenty one, probably. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> were, were we going to look at that Barry Gibb? There's a Barry Gibb interview going to be on BBC Breakfast as well on Saturday morning. It was going to be on today, but uh, I think it got bumped by Barbara Windsor, who, of course, we should pay tribute to the sad passing of Barbara Windsor. For men of a certain age, in other words, us, she was the mm-hmm. queen of the the trigger, the trigger, the childhood trigger, wasn't Classic she? Classic triggering, yeah. yeah. I mean, people sort of think of her as a caricature of sexiness, but if you watch Carry On Doctor, there's no caricature about it. She is really sexy. sexy. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, But there was more to her than that, of course. Of course, yes. Um, She was was a good actress and she was an icon as well, wasn't she? So it's a big big loss to Britain. She was an icon. How how does one get described as an icon? Is there a... An award. Um, you're just like you're sort of. Gives it I think it's like you're symbolic of a broader. You embody a broader cultural phenomena. Right. Okay. And so she and I. I can't explain it's, exactly what cultural phenomena she exists. She represents. Just, the, but it certainly the, is one. The fabric of Great Britain. 
I reckon. Brassy. Yeah. The, the classic brassy, um, bubbly blonde mm. with a heart of gold. Mm. Uh, as know. well, as well. I mean, this is probably going down an alley where perhaps we don't want to go down. But w- one thing that I've been fascinated by as I've got older is that her knockers weren't actually as big as you thought they were. Mm. Clancy Jakes that- would have had much bigger ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. But a larger frame as a whole. But when that bra yeah. flew off in Carry On Camping and you she put her hands over them, they weren't massive. Yeah. But, you know. But she made the best of what she had. She did. She did. Um, um, probably but you know, road, but there you go. no, there's a lot of the, the, you know, there's a lot of um, other attractive women in the Carry On films. Not mm. least, what's her name, uh, who played Cleopatra, who was only in. I think that might have been her only one. Amanda Barry, who went on to become. She was in Corrie. Corrie, yeah, she became Alma in Corrie. Alma in Corrie, that's it. But when she was Cleopatra. Outstanding, right? Absolutely, yeah. Don't know where, what kind don't of a where, podcast where this is, is this? We're just men we, in our forties now, sitting around talking about sexy women out of the Carry On films. Naming women from sixty years ago. But as um, I say, I am quite ill and confused. So, <laughs> yeah, we're not getting much done today. Let's see where this is going. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Yeah, Barry Gibb, but that interview, did you read the interview in The Guardian with Alexis Petridis? Yeah, who who uh, is um, a great hero of ours because he's the author of the greatest book ever written. He is. Or the co-author of um, Elton John. What was his book? Was it called My Story? Me! Yeah, all about me, Elton John. <laughs> what Let's do you call, call it that. Me! I'll call yeah. it me! That's what it's all about. But uh, the yeah, Barry Gibb interview... We, yeah, it's called Me, is it? Yeah, yeah. Me. Me, me, me. Or maybe just one me. I don't know. It depends how much space there is. If you do me, me, me then presumably there'll be less space for the picture of me and my name, Elton John. <laughs> if I wear some of my big glasses, you can put the M in one lens and the E in the other, and then it'll leave more space for my face. 
what a fucking book. And so Alexis Pedridis is someone we admire greatly. And now he's only gone and done it again with a great interview with Barry Gibb. He has. I wonder whether this is a precursor to a book, but I don't know. Oh, fucking hope um, so. But yeah, I mean, it, there's a real sadness in it because he talks about the death of his brothers and um, Robin and Morris, but he wasn't on good terms with either of them when they died. And yeah, he died and quite suddenly as well, didn't he? Because uh, yeah. Robin, Robin died of cancer, but Robin never told Barry that he had the cancer. Yeah. Uh, and then Morris died on the operating table, I think, or shortly after. Must afterwards. put a huge strain on a on a relationship with brothers mm. if you are working together for all those years in something creative, um, in the public eye. So you know the stakes are so high and all of that. Fuck I mean, we're now. not we're not brothers, but we are kind of like the BGs of podcasting. We're like I the think. BGs of podcast. That's what we've been called. We're yeah. on an incredible run of hits with all these yeah. episodes that we do and deep dives and everything. So um, hopefully we'll not fall out before one of us dies. Mm. Um, I mean, we're on good terms That's now. Simple. If you if you die today as a result of your uh, dental feel, injuries, in, in some ways, <laughs> in some ways, you're sort of hoping I die today. Oh, because really then at not. least you know. No, because then at least you know you'll think. Well, then if he dies now, we're on really good terms. So I'll I can live without. I can live guilt free, mm. and I can easily just call up Dave Berry from the Absolute Breakfast Show and yeah. ask him to take Sam's place. Yeah, I'll maybe get Alexis Petridis <laughs> to take over. He'd be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He certainly has access to some great names mm. um, for the humans of honour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at this interview. I'm trying to find anything else that stands out. I liked the one you sent today where that he did in the BBC, <laughs> um, which was very funny. For a lot of reasons. One of them is he reckons people just come around his house all the time trying to buy trying it. Trying to buy it, yeah. Knock He's on the like, door. yeah, I mean, my house has got probably the best position on the beach. <laughs> That's what he in says, Miami. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's, it's, a fucking, it's a fucking house and a half mine, right? <laughs> but I'm just here. In, it, to me, it's just my rig. I'm just doing my business, hanging about, you know. And then these, he goes straight, he goes, extraordinary people with lots of money just turn up at his house and say, hey, I'll buy this house. And I go, hey, it's not bloody for sale. <laughs> well, they, the thing is, they don't even know I've got a cellar and there's a pool table in it. So they don't even know what they're trying to buy. There's more than they think there is. I've got a jukebox Dark as well. Board. Dartboard, jukebox, snooker table. The jukebox don't work, it needs mending. I keep meaning to get round to that, but it's there. But that's not going to be... Got- chucked in with the price but I'm not selling got, it it's not for sale on the snooker table there is a small tear in the base that I have been meaning to have either replaced entirely or maybe just that bit patched up you know I, I haven't decided <laughs> that's just but from, I'm in no hurry to do any of these me, things it's reminded me of one of the best bits of the Elton John book when there's an orgy going on in his snooker room and he orders them not to get jizz on the beers <laughs> 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 good stuff um, yeah the Barry Gibb thing is great he also doesn't like Christmas songs no. so he goes I just don't think there's any point it's a marketing thing yeah. you know he's basically saying I mean look trust me if I wanted to have done a Christmas song it would have been fucking brilliant got, which of course it would have been as he well he goes in hard as well doesn't it? He? he says they haven't been yeah. relevant for 50 years 50 fucking years ago, right? <laughs> Last then, time they were a good one with Bing fucking Crosby and not the version he did with David Bowie either. 
And then, so it, I think the interviewer mentions the fact that Bee Gees did Silent Night on like a crisp uh, fan club flexi disc or something like that yeah. in 70, 79. And he just retorts, no, that doesn't count because that wasn't a proper single. So that that weren't released. Disregard that as as being from the Bee Gees oeuvre. We did not do a Christmas single. I can't believe single. you fucking brought that up. That's, that's out of order, actually. I've got a mind to walk out like I did on Clive Anderson. And there's another bit where they, they cite a lyric from a 1969 single which mentions Christmas trees. And he goes, no, no, that single was actually set in February. It's about the aftermath <laughs> of Christmas. So that's not a Christmas song either. <laughs> what else you got, cunt? <laughs> Come on. I bet you got to load up your fucking sleeve. <laughs> what, am I being interviewed by Frank fucking Lampard here? I love Jesus Christ. I love him. Why can't you ask me about my new stuff? <laughs> um, yeah, what a man. I'm really looking forward to that documentary. It's yeah. going to be great. Um, I've got to do a quick plug. Yeah. Um, my best friend, Chris Ryan, mm-hmm. doing a live show, um, which I'm helping him out with, which you Is can watch a, live, a Zoom live streamed. Yeah, yeah. You can watch it on YouTube. There's tickets available on Eventbrite. I am actually going to keep keep your eyes peeled because I'll, I'll actually send out a discount code to the okay. Cunters. On our, if you're a subscriber to our newsletter, the Cunter Gazette, mm-hmm. then you can have a little discount from the tickets. But they're only cheap anyway. It's next um, Wednesday evening. Right. And he's interviewing one of the guys from what some people have rightly pointed out, one of the, one of the protagonists in the ultimate all-time, all right, cons, which, of course, was the Iranian embassy siege. Oh! <laughs> right. No when the, embassy, when, when the SAS turned Fuck up. Fucking was... hell, yeah. Yeah. So this guy, right, Robin Horsfall, yeah, was one of the main guys in there who went, mm. who you see, go through the fucking window, chuck the smoke bombs in, yeah. go mental, right? And um, it's and so we managed to get him. Um, so that's why it's quite short notice. What I'm talking about now because we got him at short notice. He's quite hard to get. He doesn't talk that often, but he's right. going to talk about the Iranian embassy siege. But he's also going to talk about um, a mutiny that was staged by the SAS prior right. to the Falklands War. Right mm-hmm. when some sort of higher up in the British military said, "Right, lads." We've got to take out some of the, the planes in um, Argentina. Stop them getting over to the Falklands, right? <laughs> so what we're thinking of doing is we're going to fly all you cunts, right, over there in a Hercules bomber. They haven't got any fucking proper satellites because they're Argentinian. So before they know what's hit them, you're just going to fucking land on the airstrip. This was the plan, right? Bang! We want you to we want you to land bang on the airstrip in the middle of a fucking Argentinian military base, right? And literally, the, this this is what he, the pilot is supposed to keep the motor running, right? They're all supposed to jump off the plane, right? Go and fucking explode all of the Argentinian planes, <laughs> and then they go. What are we supposed to do then? And they go, ah, the plane will beat the pilot will keep the engine running. So those of you who survive, jump back on the plane. Those of you who are dead, you're just dead, so you haven't got to worry. And those of you might, there is a chance some of you might get left behind if the plane fucks off in Ori, and you'll just have to try and walk to the border, right, with some other fucking country. And the SAS just went, nah, we're not doing that. And they're like, you fucking got her. And they're like, no, fuck that. That's a fucking kamikaze mission. We're not doing it. Anyway, it's quite, 
It's not been spoken about much, but this guy was one of the guys who mutinied, and he's going to be talking about that. So I'm giving it a plug because we've done it short notes, um, and we want to shift some tickets, but it's also going to be great. Great insight to yeah. my best friend as well. So, yeah, and of course. Also, I think I told you recently about an XSAS guy who did a spinning round kick, uh, mm-hmm. a, the, you know, roundhouse kick. Mm-hmm. Not a spinning round kick, a roundhouse <laughs> kick. Yeah. A loop the loop kick, right? <laughs> on his own son and broke his neck in the process. That's him. Yes. So did. hopefully we'll get him talking about that too. Fucking about um, his torque injury. The torque injury, that was it, yeah. Good. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that'll be that'll be good stuff. Um do you want to do the predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, get it over with. Um Wolves versus Aston Villa. Oh, a bit of a derby that one. Um, I reckon Villa might win that 2-1. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think Wolves will win it 2-1. Hey, Andy, have you seen the um, the uh, picture of Jack Grealish doing the rounds on social media I of him with a, a large-breasted woman? No. What's he doing? Oh, Sorry. I was doing the rounds yesterday. Yeah, it's amazing. There's this woman and she's got enormous boobs and right. she's naked and she's sort of lean she's sort of kneeling on his bed in a in a highly erotic pose, right? <laughs> and he has just stuck his head in like cheekily from out of frame and he's just giving it like a thumbs up to the camera. Like, Look at that <laughs> It's amazing. It's the it is like sort of how unapologetic he is about the whole thing. Yeah. But I suppose, you know, if he's a young man and he's single, we don't. Need, why should he be judged for um, fornicating with women? It's all natural, yeah. If he I'm was in another country, now. it'd be no problem at all. I'm looking at it now. That's fantastic. At it. His face. It's quite. It's quite an eye. It's quite an eyeful, isn't it? <laughs> That's magnificent. I back him to. I might have. A, I might have a couple of quid on him do it, scoring a hat trick this weekend. <laughs> he's like, yeah, <laughs> his, yeah. His tail certainly seems up at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, this is my day off. Look what I'm up to. Well done, Jack. <laughs> uh, lads, I'm just relaxing. And this is a reminder to all of you, it's important to relax in whatever whatever that means to you. Relaxation it's, comes in many forms and means different things to different people. For me, it's this. For you, uh, it might be doing a jigsaw. Dear me. He's living out loud there, isn't he? Oh, big time. Um, onwards. Manchester United versus Manchester City. I'll go first with this one. I think this will be uh, 1-1. 1-1. Who did you say again? Manchester United, Manchester City. It's the Manchester. Oh, fuck you now. I'm going to say 2-1 to City. Okay. Onwards. Leeds versus West Ham United, which is this evening, I think. Friday night, isn't it? Exciting. Mm. You're on the telly a lot, Uh, you lot. Yeah, that we. Oh. I think, I, I'm not joking. I think every single West Ham game's been yeah. on telly. But every game's on the telly again now, though, isn't it? Because yeah, we're not these going have to been, pay. These have been featured games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck knows why. Yeah, PM Friday. Anyway, um, I'll say two one West Ham. Okay, I will say uh, I'm going to go one the leads. Sorry. Yeah. Lincoln versus. Well, be a tough match. Lincoln versus Sunderland. I'll go first By the way, just one. quickly on Leeds, you know that Bielsa did his old classic of just naming the first 11 like two days ago. Did he do that? He did, did he? a press conference. Yeah. Yeah, he did a press conference. They said, look in ahead to the West Ham game on Friday. 
Any thoughts on team news? I know you won't want to reveal it yet, but uh, any any hints about what sort of shape? Thing? I tell you now, number one, and he does that. You know that he says it, and he says the positions. I think goalkeeper, right back, write this down, dickhead. Ah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. What they're gonna do? I don't know if someone else has already said this. They probably have, but the thing I love most about Bielsa is that this Leeds team. People always say they're the most drilled team. In the in the league yeah. or in the country, he just drills yeah. his team. Now I imagine yeah. to drill your team, it involves a lot of verbal instruction. Now, which yeah. language is he doing this in? Because the country doesn't speak but English he, in interviews. He doesn't, he doesn't speak English. He can't be fucked. Why should he? Because <laughs> he speaks fucking English. Because he fucking does. He just chooses not to in interviews. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, Lincoln nil, Sunderland one. I think. Lincoln nil, Sunderland mm-hmm. one. Um, all right, I'll go Lincoln one, Sunderland two. Oh, okay. Two Has the goals. new manager got any points on the board yet? Well, no. We lost the first one, but he'd only been in charge for uh, twenty minutes before he took right. the game last so Saturday, and then we had a, a Papa John's trophy. Are you aware of that? No, but it, I want to be. It used to be the checker trade, and then it was oh, the leasing dot no, com. Papa John sounds it's, much better. It's doesn't the Papa it? John's trophy this year. Um, you know, if you get to the final, it's Papa John himself who presents you with the cap. Sir John, Papa John. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, we we had Oldham away and we won that two one. And the new manager Lee Johnson, I saw him smiling as he did his interview afterwards, and I thought, "Fuck off, mate! It's Oldham, the sixteenth in League Two. You're not meant yeah. to smile because you've beaten them two one away. Just yeah. say, yeah, we." As we, Roy Cain would say, "You've just done your job. You've done your fucking just job. Just done your yeah, job. There's nothing to be smiling about there. Mm. Do it at Lincoln on Saturday if you can. Middlesbrough versus Millwall is the last one. Do you want to have a pop at that? Uh, Middlesbrough 2 Millwall 0 Middlesbrough 2 Millwall 0 I will go 3-1 Middlesbrough just to be slightly different Uh, that's about it we haven't got time to open the CBD stuff today we'll do that on Monday yeah something to look forward to I mean you might be desperate for it before then I might might fucking do a bit of it today if if you want I'll take one thing out. I'm going to yeah. have one of the gummies because that apparently chills you out. All right, yeah. The, the thing is, I'm a bit in two minds because obviously I'm not supposed to take drugs. Yeah. Right? Bang off the drugs, aren't mm. I? And I'm quite strict about that. But having said that, they say that the active drug ingredient yeah. of drugs yeah. is not in it's CBT. Not no. But then my thing is, well, then if, the, if, if that's not in there, then what the fuck's it supposed to do? I haven't got a clue. I don't know. Well, it's I'll do a bit you. of digging, and it if de- everything's all right, I might neck a couple today because fuck knows I need something. It depends Maybe on it how much you my fucking, COVID. Depends on how much you left balls hurting, mate, doesn't it? And what you want to do yeah, about it's it? It's sporadic. It comes and goes, mate. Okay. Like well, one minute I'm sitting here, it's fine. Next minute, ah! Yeah, well... Me bollock! Best of luck with it. it's fine again. Best of luck with it. Um, mm. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back after the weekend. Um, and that, I yeah. Love- We love you so much. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.